Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to HCS Pro Talk, your weekly Halo eSports podcasterino. This is uh, episode 32 for the week of August 7th, 2018. My name is Josh, a.k.a. JK Fire, and today I'm joined by Will, a.k.a. I, Mr. Mayhem, in what is casual clothing. Yeah, I, it's laundry day, so I threw my, my shit in the washer, and now I am... In casual clothing, wearing a mank, as people would say. Is that's what a really? Man, that's a what a thing's called? Man tank? Mank. Oh wow. Oh no. <laughs> no, don't feel proud about this. <laughs> who the fuck calls it a mank? Uh people who Vicky, can we get a hot take? Never mind. Alright. <laughs> For those who don't know, no, we were do not stop this recording. For those who don't know. Will's fiance is sitting in the background right now, so that's why I just called her out. Will, yeah, how are you doing today? I'm great. It's 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 been a Monday as usual. It really has been, but that's becoming the norm. So it's it's just another day. It feels like it. I worked out today. You did. I did. For those who don't know, Josh is a bit scrawny. I am a bit scrawny. You could use it. I'm I, I'm lanky. <laughs> What a great start. Will hits the fucking desk with his leg. We're do it live. Oh. Even though we're not live, we're recording it, but regardless. Um, yeah, some may say that I'm lanky. Yeah, that's a good term. Because that's literally what I am. Yeah. So yeah. you worked out. What'd you do? I uh so we have an elliptical at home. Okay. And I went on it for a little over three miles. Nice. In other words, like I, I don't it, it was I'm going to put in air quotes here, but you can't see this jogging, right? Because I wasn't running or anything like that. But I would say in, in my mile isn't fast by any means necessary. I was just trying to get a good amount of time in. And I think I hit around 22, 23 minutes. So That's pretty good. Yeah. My face was, I didn't know I could sweat that hard from my face. Oh yeah. <laughs> it was crazy. Feel the beads rolling down. Yeah. And it was dripping. Oh yeah. Nice. So it, it felt good. I, uh, I went r- running in the morning before work once. Yeah? I haven't since. It's been like a week or two. It's okay. I I, I want to get on this because, screw it, it's early, but I'm just going to say it anyway. For the listeners out there, my wife's pregnant, so I want to get, one of my goals is to get in shape before the baby or babies come, so that's what I'm going to say You said about babies. That. Are you expecting? We could be. We could one? be. Yeah. no we could be expecting more than one um it's a lot of work so my wife uh had to go to an infertility clinic because there's just complications and whatnot and she with the medications that she was put on and whatnot um it just makes it so that since she got pregnant the chances of having more than one are a lot higher than usual so She's saying that the chances of having two are pretty high. The chances of having three are very low. Um, so we'll see what happens. Like, this is very, very early stages of everything happening right now. So just I'm remaining calm about the whole scenario. I'm still very excited. But again, we're very early. She's like five weeks. So anything can happen. Um, but yeah, I, one of my goals is to, like, get in shape. In shape. Like, yes. Are you looking to get, like, strong or just, like, better physical standing? I'm going to say both. A little bit of both. Okay. Yeah. Like, I, I want to get toned, as they toned. say. Toned. Because, like, I'm not... 
I'm not obese. It, I'm yeah, under my BMI. Because, yeah, I'm very, yeah, I'm tall and I'm skinny. But I want to get tone. I want to be able to increase stamina. And yeah, that's that. And I'd like to have a lot more muscle. But that's going to come with time and all that fun stuff. See, yeah. I've, I was pretty athletic in high school. I, You're still athletic now. Okay, but I was, I used to bike everywhere. Sure. I played sports in high school and that has stopped since. And I am not as toned as I used to be. My, I used to have my, my leg muscles used to be like amazing. I, I've slimmed down the a bit. Thick I, leg muscles. Yeah, I've, I'm not as quote unquote buff. As I used to be. We should just work out together is what we, we should, should start do. getting back in shape. We should. It's, but that's time away from video games, which what we're here to talk about. <laughs> so, yeah, this is episode 32 of a, a Halo esports podcast that we do every week. So, Will, without further ado, what do we tend to always start the show off with? Rostermania! As always, we start with Rostermania. With that being said... We have no changes coming out of any regions this week. Nothing from LATAM, Australia, EU, or North America. Um, so there's nothing to report on at this time. We haven't seen anything pop up that would uh, alert us that people have been moving around. And no uh, no two case happened over the weekend either. So was did they say why there was a break? I I looked in I thought I looked into it and I thought I found something out, but no. Maybe it's because the Microsoft Store tournaments are taking place, but that shouldn't affect this at all because it's two completely separate entities. I don't know. Interesting. Yeah, so no, no. We'll, we'll see what happens next week. Yeah, we'll see. That's going to do it for Roster Mania. Oh, sweet. But uh, you know what that does not do it for, Will? What's that? A segment that I've been looking forward to all week. Something that you told me you are prepared for. Will's Adventures Within the Halovers. I took my leg off the table so I wouldn't shake it anymore. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I played some Halo 4. You did? Yeah, finally. So you, you decided to not start ODST. You decided no, to just continue not, Master Chief's saga. Yes, because it's not a direct Master Chief story, right? No, it is not. Perfect. So yeah, I... Uh, I jumped down to four. Yes. I like it a lot. Good. Um, You're in a minority, but I know good. That. I know that. And I think it's because I started my Halo playing journey. Journey, sure. Yep. But the first Halo game I ever played was Halo 5. Yeah. I was used to the sprint. Yep. I was used to all that stuff. Going back to one, two, and three, man, did that feel like I was just a slow ass tank rolling through some mud. Like... God love damn. that analogy that was great so four with sprint i love sprint um don't like the stutter once you run out of gas um the armor abilities i don't like like if if i'm gonna have inv- invis or the the fucking shield thing what is that the hard like, light shield yeah it's a piece of shit ah uh, that didn't need to happen i'll say that sure the art style is definitely different i noticed that right away to yes away with the ships yep. and uh um, I, I wish they would have stuck a little bit more with the older art style. Okay. Um, the ships look too cartoony, too weird for me. This is definitely more Michael Bay lens flary. Sure. That's what, that's what Halo 4 is in comparison to the rest of them. So, um, I played the first three missions. Mm-hmm. I'm at the point where, um, you find out infinity is at the center of the planet. However, the, um, 
was it the conf I don't forget what they called it. Um, the computer system they were looking into with the planet. Um, the didact? No, 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 not that far. Requiem? It was, yeah, mission. It was on Requiem. Is it the didact? Is that what they call it? The, the didact is the giant orb with like the orange scanning beam thing, red or orange, whatever the hell sure, it is. Um, the, well, the didact is the main so antagonist like, in the game and he's in that gotcha. orb. Uh, gotcha. So I'm not that far yet. Okay. You um, haven't seen the orb yet? Not the physical orb itself, no. Oh, I thought uh, you saw it, like, zoom across. Never mind. Continue. I'm an idiot. Go ahead. Um, Sorry. But you're in the computer system looking for Infinity because you find out that Cortana is expiring, so to say. Yeah, she's, she's going rampant. Yep, and then, yeah, so the AIs deteriorate after seven years. Correct. They're going on eight, right, with Cortana. Yep. So, um... In your time frame. Yes. In your time frame, yep. So... Um, they need to locate Infinity because Halsey is on... Is that her name? Halsey. Yep. Dr. Halsey. Halsey. Yes. God. She created Fuck, yeah. Cortana. Created Cortana with her DNA. Yep. So they're looking for Halsey. They find out Infinity is in the center of the planet, whatever it is, the orb that they're looking at on the computer screen. But the computer screen is like flickering red and blue and red and blue, like back and forth, like there's something wrong with it, but they sure. don't notice it. And then you you uh, go through a portal after the Prometheans show up for the first time. Yep. And that's where the I'm, nights, by the way. That's where I am. That's where I stopped. Is you go through the portal. Okay. Because I had to go to bed. <laughs> that's fine. I I need to play through four again to figure out the mission structure sure. because I forgot. Honestly, like the the main the main points to me are you're gonna meet somebody in that game for the first time that you haven't ever met before, and I'm not talking just about the die deck. There's another one. Okay. Um, and like the there's. You see the didact zoom by in his sh- in his. Sh- I'm just gonna call it his ship. I think it's a ship. He he zooms by. It's a giant orb, and like there's some bombastic moments that happen in that game as well. But yeah, uh, I don't like the sound of the guns. Yep, that. Yep, <laughs> yep. And the sound of the warthog sounds really freaking like dirt bikey. Yep, it, it, nothing sounds chunky. Nothing sounds meaty like they do yeah. in the previous games. Yep. Yeah, I agree completely. So, the, yeah, there's things, the art style and the, yeah, the sounds, but the gameplay I do like. Sure. I also think that, like, I love, we talk about it all the time, I love Halo 3, like, to pieces. I think Halo 4 has one of the best soundtracks in any Halo game. And especially, so, Neil Davidge, I think, is the one who composed that game, that game soundtrack. Uh, he came out with a remixed soundtrack of the halo 4 soundtrack and it's really damn good as well so in case you're interested after you beat the game go ahead and take a listen to that okay it's good stuff did you play any halo 5 this week we played together we played uh last week on friday and it was all right yeah super Super fiesta was fun yeah but then i wanted to get my rank in slayer and the maps are just fucking terrible in the base Slayer playlist. So, yep. yep. That happened. I did the same thing. I uh, After we played some Super Fiesta, I went into Slayer for a little bit. Yep. Um, won a couple games. Started my crawl back towards Plat 6 because I'm barely making progress, which... Sure. But then you played some D2 after that, too. I did. Played yeah. some Destiny 2. Yep. You and the Graviton Lance doing some work. Yeah, that was fun. It was... Yeah. It's a good game. Not... A, I don't... Yeah, depending on how you look at it. <laughs> you know what I'm hearing? What is that? 
I'm genuinely interested because we use this segment to talk about just games we play in general. Something I'm really interested in is that Black Ops 4 beta. It's out right now, isn't it? It's out on PlayStation 4 right now if you pre-ordered. The thing... So, I'm not a huge Call of Duty guy. We've talked about it before. But I respected what World War II did. And I've heard nothing but good things about Black Ops 4. Like, I've yet to see... Maybe I'm not looking deep enough, but I've yet to see like major criticisms like I have other Call of Duty games for their multiplayer betas. It just seems that people are really enjoying this one. So, yeah, I'm excited to hop in when I get my code. Nice. Yeah. Um, I saw a little bit of it. I don't like the advanced movement still. But you don't have the wall. I mean, yeah, you have your you have your slide and whatnot, but you don't have wall running or anything like that no, anymore. No, that's better. Still not a fan of it, I guess. Sure. I think I need to try it to really see if it's that advanced because it still seems really fast. Mm-hmm. And I mean, there's one thing I like about Call of Duty is that you get in. If you die, you spawn damn near immediately. You're just right back into the action from there. I do enjoy that. So okay. we'll have to see. And then uh, you've been playing some Madden, right? Yeah, Madden 19 on the PC. What do you? What are your thoughts? Um, it's fine. I think that shit is poorly optimized. For the PC, yes. It's real bad. The graphics look really good if you up your oh, settings. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, it looks a l- like it's better than anything you're going to get on console for yep. graphics-wise. The but game looks great. Yeah. Um, they could, they could do some work on it. It still has those classic Madden glitches. Oh, yeah. They just, like, players fumbling over one another. Just I had, I had a guy score a touchdown... And just keep running into the barrier after he ran through the yes, end zone. Yes, dude. And just kept standing there running until, like, um, you have it, you can celebrate now. Yeah. So I didn't even get the option to celebrate after that. <laughs> you just ran to the barrier? Yep. And then, like, the cut. the So they, they do, like, where they change the camera after the touchdown. Yep. And you, like, sat there for the entirety of the camera just watching him run. <laughs> it's amazing. And then it cut away to, for me to take the field goal. But, yeah, it was. Oh, my God, that's amazing. Yeah. I still remember when uh, when you were streaming it and you you weren't even paying attention and you you got the touch. Wait, no. What's, yeah, I think you got the touchdown. Yeah, you ran out of bounds. Your guy just kept going out the stadium. Yeah, like disappeared. Just left. Disappeared through the stands. Oh, my God. Oh, like, that was great. <laughs> like, all right, I'm out, I'm out of the ball anymore. I'm good with this. Oh, man. So, yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff. Let me know when you... Uh, well, I, I bet we'll know probably next week whether or not you play more Halo 4. And we'd see what's going on with that. And I got to play through the rest of it. I got to play through it again myself to get the mission structure in my mind. A little refresher. A little refresher. Is that going to do it, though? Do you have anything else you'd like to add? Yeah, that's it. All right. Should we get into some news? Let's do it. First up, XP boost packs are currently available within Halo 5. There's an Arena XP boost rec pack and a Warzone XP boost rec pack. They're 150,000 rec points apiece. Nice. Or $5 apiece if you don't have the rec points to spend. And the major thing is you get 20, count them, 20 legendary XP boosts for the respective pack that you get, be either Arena or Warzone. So I spent mine on Arena, obviously, because I don't play Warzone. Um, so yeah, I'm, I have over 100 Legendary Arena XP boosts, so I'm good to go. 
for quite some time. Yeah, quite some time. Um, because I imagine this was like the last hurrah that if for- you have just massive amount of rec points to spend, might as well spend them now. Yeah, because I see streamers with like hundreds of thousands of rec points. Yep, exactly. Just sitting there. Exactly. So it's good to see that they're just providing an outlet to like, hey, you can dump your points into this and... If you're not 152 yet, which is the max level in Halo 5, then here you go. Yeah. Have fun. Um, so yeah, that's pretty cool. You can go and check those out. Next up, Castle Wars is back within Halo 5. Fan favorite mode. Check it out. And then Forge Maps. So Community Slayer was a playlist that was out. That playlist, I don't think no longer... I- I don't think it exists any longer, but forge maps from the community slayer playlists are now within uh, super fiesta in halo five. And we witnessed a couple of them. Yes, we did. And that's what I was like, well, I, I don't think I've ever played this map before. And sure shit. I hadn't because it was in that playlist. So yeah, a couple of them were really good. A yeah. couple of them were kind of weird for super fiesta. And there were some glitches on some, you're talking about like that, uh, that m- mansion kind of, Map. I don't yeah. know what the fuck I'm trying to talk about. You know what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, for the, for the mayhem that is Super Fiesta at times, some of these maps just didn't work out for that. Exactly. It is nice to to switch it up and play on something different. Hell yeah. And then another piece of some regular Halo news. Everyone now has access to the MCC Insider Program. Therefore, if you are not already signed up, you can go ahead and sign up. We'll include a link in the show notes along with everything else we talk about. Sign up. It's free. You're guaranteed to get in now you might not get your invite right away like they're rolling them out every couple days here so you will get one you just need to sign up and then also something else to note real quick before i read this do not change your gamer tag and expect to be included if you signed up with a different gamer tag it's not going to work like that you sign up with the gamer tag that you have and you get an invite for that gamer tag simple as that all right And this is from that article, and I quote, Assuming ongoing work progresses as planned and the expanded MCC Insider flights perform as expected, the team is closing in on an official release of the first significant patch for retail MCC. We can't quite announce that date yet, but we're in the home stretch and quickly closing in on that huge milestone. So it's basically what I get from that is that their their trajectory for August is going to happen. I think it'll come out this month. Unless there's something horribly they f- wrong. They find in this last build with adding so many people. True. Because that might be it too. They've had a select few in these builds. Yep. If now they add everybody, this could be the stress test on the server that they're looking for or stress test on what they've implemented. That's what I'm looking for. If if it doesn't hold up, they might have to restructure some things that might push it out. But if everything goes to plan, yes, I would hope that it'd be by the end of this month. Exactly. And then, to continue on, once the retail update goes out, the next order of business is bringing the new and improved MCC to Xbox Games Pass, which was officially confirmed back in June during E3. We'll have more details to share here soon, but final timing is still pending the current flight and overall status for the retail patch itself. So, there you go. Once the retail patch is out for everybody that currently owns MCC, then they're going to be working on bringing it to Games Pass. It's not going to be a day and date once the patch releases it's on Games Pass. That's not how this will work. I was thinking it was going to be that, but there we go. We have confirmation it's not going to be like that. Um, And the final piece that I want to talk about from this article. Once retail MCC is updated and the title moves into Games Pass, the MCC Insider Program is going to morph into something a little different. 
We're still working through some of the final details, but our persistent test realm is going to live alongside the retail product where the team will continue working and iterating along with the highly anticipated custom games browser. Once that shift occurs, anyone who owns a digital copy of MCC, there's no viable entitlement system for a physical disc, or is an active Game Pass subscriber will be able to continue playing the Test Realm builds and helping to shape future updates for MCC. This Test Realm is where ongoing work will continue with further patches, fixes, and features that will then roll into the retail product. So what I can um, kind of compare this to is uh, Players Unknown Battlegrounds. They yep. have their standard build, yes, and then they have what's called their test server, yep. which is available to everyone, and when they are thinking of rolling out new things, they put it in that test server to see how it works, make the changes, and then put it in the standard game. Isn't Fortnite doing something like that too now? Or they're like planning on releasing something like this? I thought I heard something about that. I mean, I wouldn't see why they wouldn't, but I know that they, um, yeah, they have to be. Yeah, um, I think, I thought I saw something about it. So, yeah, I'm not 100%, but it sounds that sounds familiar. It's cool to, that they're giving the community more say in what can be brought over, like what new features can be put in, so on and so forth. It's, it's, it's basically what we were waiting for for the longest time, in which case they're actually listening. And for all, like they were listening before, they just weren't being vocal about it. Now they're actually being vocal about listening to the community. So it's good to see. Will, do you have anything else you'd like to add about the uh, MCC Insider Flight and whatnot? Okay. Next news story, the Halo Community Update for uh, August 2nd, 2018 is up. And just wanted to... Uh, there there are a few things within this article that we're going to talk about further on in the news. But the one thing from this article that relates to this news segment specifically, uh, the third and final issue of the Halo Collateral Damage comic miniseries is coming August 15th. So if you're interested in the final issue of that, go ahead and check it out. And last but not least, the last part of regular Halo news, Installation 01, the fan-made Halo game, um, they announced, they they have a new, they put out weekly updates as well. Um, They have an Instagram, they can go ahead and check out, we'll include a link. And they also have included one of their soundtrack songs, they can go ahead and take a peek at as well. So now let's get into some competitive news. First and foremost, and we're going to talk about one in a little bit in the tournament recap section, but uh, the Beyond Astro Spartans Halo 5 August tournament schedule has been released. First up is a $500 FFA, which happened on Friday, August 3rd. August 3rd. There's a $1,000 1v1 tournament happening the day we are recording this podcast, Monday, August 6th, which means we'll cover it next week. Um, and then there's another $500 FFA, which is taking place Friday, August 10th. So we'll be covering two tournaments from them next episode then a couple more tournaments have been announced the balance patch halo 3 tournaments there is a 2v2 and i think a 4v4 i'm pretty sure we'll include links to both of them you can go and check it out rules and all that uh registration everything will be included in the notes next up something okay so I talked to Natana about this a little bit. Will, I didn't tell you this yet, but remember how they announced DreamHack Atlanta, the Halo 3 2v2 tournament? Yeah. Right? All of these old pros are coming out the woodwork. Yeah, why not? Why not? I think it's incredible. And two players that are teaming up, two old teammates 
on the old Triggers Down roster from Halo 3, we have Neighbor and Best Man. Neighbor, who used to actually work at 343, no longer works at 343, therefore he is able to compete. And then Best Man just hasn't been around in a long time. So, like I said, they've teamed years ago on Triggers Down during the Halo 3 days, and they're two incredible players. They're obviously a dynamic duo, and expect big things out of them. Because you just don't forget how to play Halo 3. So I'm expect I, like I I'm so excited for this fucking tournament. It's gonna be insane <laughs> seeing all these old players just come back and I, I hope they broadcast it. Oh yeah, I really hope so too. They'd be they'd be dumb not to. They might pull more than the actual tournament itself. So that I don't know. Maybe at first, just because of the nostalgia factor and sure there hasn't been a Halo Three tournament. Um, if an official one. Yeah. Right. There's been community ones, but there yep. has not been an official one. I'm, I'm optimistic. I'm cautiously optimistic because I think people are giving, are, are not giving Halo 5 enough credit. I get that it's long in the tooth now. I, I get that people don't, the hardcore don't want to watch it anymore. Yeah. But that doesn't necessarily mean that the casual watcher doesn't want to watch it. We'll just have to wait and see. But I, I, I agree. I hope they broadcast it because they'd be dumb not to. Um, speaking of old pros, Flamesword, he posted a little tweet with a couple images of downloading the MCC Insider program build. So he's obviously going to be grinding it as well. And we'll see who his duo is going to be come Atlanta. Next up, the this is a final reminder because these uh, this these tournaments take place this weekend. The Microsoft Store two v two tournaments they're happening at every single Microsoft Store, at least based off their tweet they are. We'll include a link if you're interested in signing up. Go ahead and do so. It's exciting stuff. If you're in an area with a Microsoft Store, you should definitely try to compete. And next up. You can submit Forge maps to be actually be considered to be included within the Master Chief Collection update. So, this is not directly in partnership with Forge Hub, but it basically is because who does who has a better compilation website than Forge Hub? So, they put a tweet out there. There's an article that you can submit to as well, and then just some things I wanted to hit on with this article. With the big retail MCC update happening later this summer, we are putting together a 100% community-driven playlist. This playlist will be entirely made up of map and game type submissions that come from you, the players. If you regular if you regularly play custom games on community maps or game types that fit into the 4v4 scenario, then you can help be part of the selection process by sending us the pertinent info. That info includes. Map description, one to three sentences describing your map, a screenshot via Waypoint, Xbox, DVR, or Imgur link, player who has the map on their file share, and then an optional video from Waypoint, Xbox, DVR, or YouTube link, and an optional community site thread, aka Forge Hub or Griffball Hub. Um, so yeah, we just learned, we, we've, that's an announcement right there. There's going to be a fully community-driven playlist in the MCC update when it releases. Pretty exciting there. Maybe we'll see some Halo 4 maps. Maybe. Maybe all Halo 4 maps. Uh, doubt I, it. I, I know, it'll never happen. It's all going to be fucking Halo 2 and Halo 3. Whatever. Um, but no, that's exciting. Again, they're listening. It's neat stuff. The last piece of strictly competitive news. 
The Halo Wars 2 Champions League Season 2 has officially kicked off. We're going to be covering it to the best that we can. And uh, we'll include the article. You can check it out. But The Banished started August 4th. Breaking the Clutch starts on August 18th. And Team Respawn starts on September 9th and October 14th. So you can go ahead and check those out. And during the tournament recaps, we'll talk about The Banished in a little bit. Next up, we have some Europa Halo news. So if you guys don't know, again, we're going to talk about it later. The Europa Halo Champions League Grand Finals took place over the weekend. And uh, after which, Europa Halo went on Twitter and announced some things for the future. First and foremost, the future of Europa Halo. We will no longer run big open cups or major team leagues. We will run a free-for-all league in the future and an invitation-only pre-land cup for confirmed land teams. We hope to see demand for the FFA and EU after today's event and more players enter. And that FFA was something. The FFA was really exciting from them. It was. It was was great to watch. It was. And it, it was also funny because Batchford was shitting, like, on one of the people that was playing in the FFA. Because he was one of the commentators. Yep. And he just straight out called one of the players in the FFA. And I was, it was hilarious. Then, from Europa Halo as well. The No Team Needed event will return on a monthly basis. That's the FFA. For September's run, we hope to go back to 32 players. If you want to be, if you want in on this, it's a first come, first serve basis. You can DM Europa Halo to be added to the list of interest for September. And once a date is confirmed, they will ask you more than likely first. All right, Will, we're almost done. One more piece of news. Well, technically two. Oh, okay. Because I forgot, I, this happened right as we were starting the recording. Gotcha. So first and foremost, Atlanta Zenith for the Pro Battle League. Hoaxer is the team captain. Hoaxer used to be the Team Envious coach. So that's huge. That's very, very big. So he's coming back and playing in this Pro Battle League. Sounds like it. Didn't say coach. Did say captain. Yep. Yep. And he's got some skill behind him, so. Hey, anything for more competition. Damn straight. Um, And last but not least, PBL Halo literally tweeted out just a little bit earlier, announcing that the new Southern Conference expansion team, Kansas City Lightning, has a captain now. CR underscore Vulcan will be in charge of the team. They will compete for Halo Esports talent in the same region as the Northern Conference uh, St. Louis Sentinels. Okay. There you go. That, I believe, will, is all the news. Will, do yeah. me a favor, will you? What's that? We talk about some scrims. All right. So our scrim recap for the week. On Monday, July 30th, looks like Renegades took on Trifecta. Score was uh, 9-6 going to Renegades. Uh, stats will be included in the show notes. Check them out. Indeed. Um, on Friday, August 3rd, we had Tox versus Renegades. The series score was 12-2 Tox. Renegades got whooped a little bit there. A little bit. Then Tox took on Elevate, which the series score was also 12-2. Elevate got whooped as well. Tox steamrolling on Friday. Then on Sunday, August 6th, Renegades took on Trifecta. Series score was 12-3 Renegades. So Renegades flipping the tables there and taking down Trifecta. 
Renegades defeated Trifecta pretty handily in both of their series. They did. They did. I'm just saying the uh, Renegades got whipped by Tox. True. And they just flipped it. and They did. Yeah. They did indeed. So all those stats, um, thank you to Halo Data Hive again, as always. Amazing work done by that site. Check it out if you haven't already. You definitely need to for all your Halo stats. And if you're not, you're doing something wrong. Okay. You're doing something wrong. <laughs> Fine. Josh is being overly critical here. If you're a casual fan. Check him out anyway. Yeah. You're doing something wrong if you're not. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Josh. What do we got for tournament recaps? First and foremost, the Halo 5 2v2 Sunday th- uh, showdown tournament happened. First place going to Cuckoo, which is uh, consisting of a simple and JXVQA. I'm not even going to try to pronounce that. Can you, Will? Can you get your roster mania on nope. right now? Nope. Not even going to give it a shot. JXVQA. <laughs> Jixquika. Yeah, seriously. There it is. <laughs> and then second place went to This Is Easy, consisting of Kendrick and... Oh, Kendrick. Yeah, that makes sense. And Matrone. Or Mat- Matron. 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 It's Matron, Will. I like right? Matrone because it sounds Matrone. like... Matrone. Patron. Like, yeah, Patron. Yeah. yeah. Good stuff. Jesus. This is why I don't do the roster radius segment, because I'm just going to get them horribly wrong. Um, like, I don't? No, that's the point, so I don't have to. Okay. You do. Okay. That's, that's, that's all yeah, on me. It is. Uh, next up was the Focus Fire Weekly Free-For-All Tournament recap. First place going to Foxick. Too Foxick. It's not too Foxy, but it's Foxick. Taking home 15 bucks. Next up, we... Ha- oh, I completely forgot. Cuckoo, take home 10 bucks at that tournament. At the 2v2. My bad. Sorry. Next up, the Beyond Astro Spartans August free-for-all tournament took place. King Nick taking home first and 500 buckaroonies. Brack will be included as well. Will, we had a little bit of a weird happenstance take place over the week, last week. You want to tell to, talk to us like uh, what the results were for that North American 2K? So yeah, North American 2K took place. Um, so we'll just start off and go from the bottom up. Do it. So up. in fifth, sixth, seventh, and eighth, you have straight ripping, veggies, previously Lux gaming trifecta and team reciprocity, team reciprocity. So that's kind of the shock there. They, uh, they, they fell into the, like the, the sixth, seventh, I would say area. I couldn't believe it. That's, uh, Yeah. What, was, what are they doing? No idea. Um, but what was more surprising is what you're about to talk about. So in third, fourth, we have Renegades and Tox. So Tox, not even making top top two here. And people need to keep in mind, Splice didn't play in this tournament. Yeah, they were not here. No Splice. So, Will, who the fuck was top two? So going against each other in the grand finals would be Hitman and Elevate. So therefore, Elevate came out on top. Hitman took second place. But what happened? These these top teams just like they didn't show up. They didn't play to their ability that we know they can. Yep. And Elevate and Hitman snuck into top two, and Elevate took it home. They did. And we have a VOD, yes. as well that we'll include in the show, so you can go and check it out. Yeah, just go go watch and see what happened. It's pretty fucking crazy. Um. And that's not to say Elevate and Hitman, they don't have great talent on their team. You know, it's every right. every player has great skill. It's 
Anybody can take it, as we just saw. Yeah. So, um, you know, teams often go into tournaments or lands saying, oh, you know, we don't, we don't expect to beat Tox. You know, we're, I mean, they, when they're interviewed, they give the answer, oh, we're going to do our best and, you know, we're going to bring it. But I feel like a lot of the times, oh, yeah, Tox is top one, top one, two, Splice is top one, two. We're mostly not like, not likely going to beat them. Right. Go in with the mentality that anything can happen. Look at Elevate and Hitman, one, two. We would, I would never guess that on a land. It would be Splice, Tox, and Reciprocity, top four for sure. Yep. But these guys were able to take it home. And we need more of that during lands and events to, and mix, to mix up the scene, to make it more interesting. Yep. You never know who's going to win type of thing. What people don't realize as well is that Elevate has Spartan, and Spartan's competing in two games right now. Or he's working, he's working on competing in Siege. He's grinding it out. And the fact that he's still able to take a 2K win and when he's focusing on two games, the man's got dedication. The funny thing is, too, is when he's streaming, he's only streaming Siege. Yep. So, man, is he like just gaming 20 hours of the day and no idea. splitting his time? Like, he's got natural talent, for yeah. sure. Yeah, that's for sure. But no, congratulations to them. That's awesome to see. It's definitely not what we were expecting. Our predictions were fucking way off. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, that was insane. We were expecting Renegades to beat Hitmen, mm-hmm. right? We know we were expecting Renegades to beat Elevate. I think that was that matchup. And then we're expecting Tox to beat Hitmen. Yep. And that did not happen. So, oops. But that's a, I guess it's a really good thing that we were wrong in that scenario. Yeah. That makes me want to watch and see what happened. Exactly. More than just, oh, Tox won again. Exactly. Next up. We have the Halo Wars 2 Champions League Season 2 beginning. First place went to Scootman. <laughs> Second place going to uh, Almirante, or Almirante, 99. Third and fourth going to Largo Pancake 40. I like it. And Rock Generation. Fifth through eighth is Diver of Holy, Exo Kaboom, EOD Spartan underscore Seb, and Loon Smile. Bracket will be included as well. Love seeing... I, I love how they have these major community-driven Halo Wars tournaments. That's so fucking awesome to see. Because normally we don't... Like, oh, it's Halo 5. Oh, it's Halo 3 now. And now... I'm, I'm just really happy that we're able to expand into different games as well. It's really cool. Alright, Will. Yeah. The big one that happened over the weekend... The Europa Halo Champions League Grand Finals took place, like we talked about. First and foremost, the no team needed FFA took place. Yes. Will, you want to run us down the standings here? All right. In eighth place, Desire with 24 kills, 20 assists, and 32 deaths. In seventh place, Lundy with 25 kills, 22 assists, and 37 deaths. Sixth place went to Penguin, not NA Penguin, by the way. Yep. <laughs> um, 26 kills, 17 assists, and 39 deaths. In fifth place, the Warrior O'Neill, 35 kills, 26 assists, and 36 deaths. In fourth place, Censure, 37 kills, 21 assists, 29 deaths. In third place was Icon, 39 kills, 21 assists, and 30 deaths. Second place was Looney. With 43 kills, 11 assists, and 32 deaths. An important stat line because first place was also 
43 kills, 20 assists, and 37 deaths. So the assists is what won him here. And it is Kana. DM, I believe, was at the end of his yeah. gamer tag. But um, Kana also... Um, Will's got notes. There was a player which that didn't take place in the finals because he didn't make it to the finals. But um, the guys running Europa um, couldn't speak to who this person was, but his gamer tag was Zeridium. They never mentioned who he was. They said no comment when someone asked on stream. I want to know who this dude was. Did you find him on Twitter or anything? I didn't. I didn't do any research. But Europa Halo, the grand finals were over. If this is like someone who wasn't supposed to be playing, who filled in and just kind of dicked around to fill a spot, I want to know who it is now. Now that it's over, please reach out to us because I will am, is calling you guys I'm out curious. right now. I'm curious. I just want to know who is this dude? Who is this random player that you could not speak of during your FFA finals? Hopefully, or, we'll find out. Yeah, yeah. Elusive. We'll see. It's good stuff. But yeah, that uh, that final, that FFA final was un fucking believable yeah there was like what three kills within the last few seconds it was a triple kill yep yep which which tied up the game yep and he got he got the last kill of that triple kill which tied the game um like i think within the last second of the game yeah i'm pretty sure it was from one to zero that kill went on the board and it tied it up yep uh so kind of got a a triple kill to end the game and you're right it came down to sis which got him the win, which was crazy. He immediately spawned. This is the other thing that kind of blew me away. The fact that he immediately spawned, finds two people that were low, and then the other one he just gets right at that last second. It was perfect consistency. I just hit the mic on accident. It was perfect consistency of shots. He spawns, finds one, finds two, finds three, game end. Yeah. Like, it was crazy. It's like, how lucky can you get? Right. It was... I, I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. I thought that the the only... The thing that would have saved Looney is if he would have gotten one more kill. Yeah. In that time that Kana got... Taken down. Three kills. Yeah. Looney just needed to kill one person. Yeah, well... It- like you said, those two people were in a battle. They were low. Oh, yeah. It's all about map positioning. He yep. just must not have been in the right spot. Yep. But he, he oh may have gotten a God. couple. He may have gotten a couple kills recently, and that side of the map was just empty, and he needed to rotate, and kind of spawned at the exact yep. right time in the right place and got cleaned up those kills. Exactly. So, yeah, very close ending. What a great what a great game, though. Yeah, it was... Oh, my God. I it was exciting it. to watch. It was. And then... Right after the FFA, we had the Grand Finals, which was Mocket Esports going up against Aerox. Will, what happened? As we predicted. Handily predicted. Uh, Mocket took it 4-0. Yep. Game 1 was 100-8, Strongholds on Plaza. Game 2 was 50-34, to Slayer on Coliseum. Steak dinner for Mocket. Um, 3-0 capture the flag on um, Truth. And then 136 strongholds on the rig for Omocket. They, uh, it was no competition. Really. It was a slaughter. Yeah. Um, and we predicted this because Mocket has been playing against these NA teams. Um, that, I think that's what it came down to. Yeah, they had the more. They were they're more seasoned. They're more practiced. Yep. They're practicing against better teams, so they get that experience. Yes. Um. 
this if if so with Europa Halo. Yes. Um, they talked about continuing the FFA. Yep. Um, Which obviously would be awesome. Yep. They also mentioned about going into kind of like almost like a boxing type format where these teams try to compete against each other to move up in rankings to take the top team. Yep. If Mocket was to return to this league, who's going to knock him off that top spot all year? I The one thing I'll say is right now, no one. Right now, no one. But at the same time... If Europa Halo continues the way it is, like the the way they're they're planning on doing it, and as long as things remain more consistent, more teams will have the opportunity to step up. Sure. So as long as they have that outlet to do so, it'll provide them more practice, and they could definitely have a bigger shot of taking them down. But as of right now, no one no one can step to toe to toe with them. We just saw clearly. Yep, and um. Aerox was the only other team that went eight and one during the season. Same as Mocket. Yep. Mocket lost one game, and I'm wondering what that game was at this point because that's I'm, strange. I'm, yeah, I'm blanking out. I have to go back and look at the brackets. Um, but it must have not been a game where they were on point. No, maybe not. So, um, maybe they had a sub in. Yeah, I but, don't know. But Mocket has this league in a in a in a grip hold. There's they got. They got that title in their hand, and I don't see it going anywhere for a long time if they continue to play like like they did. For sure. So, is that going to do it for tournament recaps? I think so. I think that's all we got. All right. So let's get into the main topic of today's show. Uh, shout out to Duststorm for providing this topic suggestion. We greatly appreciate it. We got a lot of results, as a matter yeah. of fact. So on Twitter, we asked you guys, and... Will, I imagine you put this on Facebook, too. Is that correct? Did you put this on Facebook or no? I don't think I did because you said you were going to do solely a Twitter poll. Okay. So we didn't actually do a poll, quote unquote, because I didn't know how the hell I was going to do this as an actual poll. Sure. So instead, we just asked for your guys' comment on what is your favorite Halo map of all time, casual and competitive? What is your least favorite Halo map of all time, casual and competitive? And then in your mind, what makes a great Halo map? Or what what makes a great map in general? Okay? We had a lot more answers to favorites and least favorite maps, and not a lot in regards to actual map design, but we got a few. So let's get into it. First and foremost, Lexi Zen and Swimfellow gave the meme answer that I was expecting to see happen. They said longest from Halo 1. That map is holy shit. So for those who don't know, they are they're good friends of us yes. here at the and um are they is that literally their favorite map or is it like a, a joke that's just ongoing that I they always pick I think longest it's a joke. for everything? I think it's a joke. Okay. It's just a lot of nades being thrown. Yeah, really. It's, it's all that map is. It's constant. Yeah, I think it yeah. I mean <laughs> Longest. There you go. That's that's their suggestion. They didn't provide a least favorite they just or said anything. Longest. They just said longest. So that's what you get. Uh, next up, we had at MLG Mark on Twitter. Uh, favorite casual map is Longshore from Halo 3. Favorite competitive map is Guardian from Halo 3. Least favorite casual map is Fathom from Halo 5. And least favorite competitive map is Adrift from Halo 4. So, Halo 3 fan. 
we clearly see that. Guardian, phenomenal map. Will, you might as well just give your disclaimer right now. Well, yeah, I've only played Halo 5 multiplayer map, so... So, in other words, we'll we'll go in a little bit more depth uh, on Halo 5. So, for instance, MLG Mark, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, favorite casual map is Longshore from Halo 3. Uh, favorite competitive map is Guardian from Halo 3. Two pretty great maps. I'm not a huge fan of Longshore myself. Um... I don't know why. I, I think it's okay. It came with one of the later map packs from Halo 3. But uh, Guardian, classic. Love it. I think it's incredible. Um, I love the way that map flows. So, Will, least favorite casual map is Fathom. What are your thoughts on Fathom? Do you like Fathom? Do you not like Fathom? Um, It's like just an eh map for me. I'm not, I don't dislike it. I don't necessarily like it, but it's fine. Fathom it's- CTF is the one that goes on forever, right? Yeah. Yeah. For competitive. I mean... Well, I'm just saying, like, in... Yeah. In general. In my skill level, it's usually one team mops up the other. So, um, yeah, Fathom's okay. I'm okay with it for now. Okay. And then, uh, least favorite competitive map is a drift from Halo 4. Uh, Yeah. I can understand that. Halo 4's competitive maps are not that good. I just... Like I said, I just like the multiplayer of Halo 4 in general. But yeah, they have really good BTB maps, um, but that's where I'll leave that one. Next up, we had Halo Infinite News at Halo Infinite Org State. I guess when I think of Halo, I think of Halo 3 maps. I'm sure a lot of people will say the pit is their favorite. However, I really like the verticality of Construct. My least favorite map was Halo 4 Haven. I don't know. It just seemed to have no flow. So I'm just going to quickly state that Construct is my favorite Halo map of all time. Casual, competitive, I don't care. Construct is my favorite Halo map of all time. Exactly what Halo Infinite News stated. Verticality. The fact that... So with Construct, you have a bottom, completely bottom area that you can't get to unless you go down a couple ramps. Okay? Or, like, there's a little hole in the middle of the map that you can go down in there. And... Down there, like, during the MLG settings, you had, like, uh, you had a power-up in the center there, but on casual play, there's a flamethrower down there, or a missile pod launcher, whatever it may be in that case. Um, but, like, you have your bottom area, then you have two purple lifts and a gold lift, and you can take those up to either opposite sides, or the yellow lift is at the far end, okay? And then you have your railings that go all the way around, and then there's also an outcropping in top mid that has a sniper located on it as well. There's just so many different angles that you can have on that map. And there's so many different things you can do, like different strategies that you can take. Are you getting like pummeled from one side? You can try to flank around and get into the other to another side. There's different ways to get up instead of just the lifts. It's great. I love that map. Um, the pit. Classic. It's, it's obviously great. Symmetrical map. I like that one as well. Uh, least favorite was Halo 4 Haven. Yep, I can basically agree with that. And um, Tasman uh, commented on this tweet and said, And yet it's the only Halo 4 map other than Skyline I can remember by name because it's the only one anyone ever voted for. Um, Halo Infinite News replied with Skyline, I believe had too much cover. Add Sprint and made for a lot of chasing down kills and players not being punished for bad map movement. 
And then Tasman replied once again with, It was great for customs and aesthetics. Favorite competitive map for me is Plaza. Just seems like a good all-around map for a wide range of game types, be it Stronghold, Slayer, Contender for Oddball. So, quickly, before we get into Plaza, Will, um, Skyline in Halo 4, I agree with the whole, you're going to have to try to sprint and catch up with somebody if you want to kill them. There's too many corners that you can dip around, and there's too, there's too much cover. I agree completely. It's not a great playing map. Will. Yeah. Thoughts on Plaza? Plaza. Um, I, I have to agree with Tasman on that. It's um, good for many game types. Um, you have your close quarters areas. You have your across map viewing if you want to get to those spots. Um, I enjoy it. It's a map I know and I like to play. It's definitely towards the top. Probably not my top map, but towards the top for me. Upper echelon of Halo 5 maps for yeah. you? Okay, I can respect that. I like the, yeah, I like the different types of gameplay that can happen on that map. Like you just said, close quarters, long areas. I think it's good. It's got some verticality to it too with the, you know, basement area. Exactly. And then, um, you know, nest and uh, I'm not thinking of the other area that for strongholds, nest and... Plaza? Is it just called Plaza? I think it is. Yeah. So, um... It's good. Yeah, and then um, the other thing is, uh, the one thing I will say about Plaza that sucks donkey balls is SWAT. Like, if you oh, if you play against a good team in SWAT on Plaza, you will be locked in spawn and you won't leave. You will not be able to leave. I say this because it happened to me, and it sucked. Donkey balls. Yeah. Like... When you when you get against a team that has that a map on lock like that, it it can be. A and when you die with you. one headshot, you can't yeah. go anywhere. It just yeah. sucks. Two, two, done. Yep, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, for other game types, obviously, yeah, it seems like it works well. All right, then we had uh, Jesse at three three six Compton on Twitter. Favorite competitive map is Halo Two Sanctuary. Favorite casual map is Halo Two Waterworks. Least favorite competitive map is Guardian. Wow. And least favorite casual map is Tombstone. And he actually provided some context. Halo 2 Sanctuary always flowed and played the best out of any Halo map. Reach and Halo 5's versions are terrible due to movement and spawns. Waterworks was fun to just stick around in a wraith in. That and the theme of the map was dope as well. Guardian was a good map, but it was just my least favorite because of how I felt uh, it played for ball. Spawns never felt right in oddball. Okay, I respect that opinion. And then Tombstone was, was a great remake, to be honest, but I don't know why it just never felt it played the same as Hang'em High. I have no qualms with the map for aesthetics. I just didn't like it in Halo 2 for some reason. Overall, some good points. And you know what? I never even thought about... Like, to be completely honest, um, like, I played a lot of Halo 3. A lot. But I was never in... I always watched the competitive scene, but... Like, I never felt I was good enough to jump into the, like, the, the MLG playlist and whatnot because I always felt I would get dicked on, which usually was the case, um, unless I was running with teammates. But thinking about that, yeah, I can imagine that the spawns aren't that great for Oddball on Guardian because Oddball, fairly small map, and it's fairly, quote-unquote, open in a sense that you when you're in, like, when you're in top mid, you can see everywhere. So realistically, you you know where people are going to be spawning from if you get them on a spawn rotation. And maybe it just, yeah, I can see it snowballing. I can see it not working out too well. Um, so yeah, good points all around. Next up, 
we have another Halo 5 map for you, Will. And we'll see if we'll see what your opinion is on this one. I'm excited for this. So first up, Aaron at the Aaron hey. at Twitter. Um, favorite casual map is Coagulation on Halo 2. Favorite competitive map is The Pit from Halo 3. Least favorite casual map is Snowbound from Halo 3. And least favorite competitive map is Stasis from Halo 5. So first and foremost, Coagulation from Halo 2. Classic. I love that name. Just the name. It's perfect. Coagulation? Yeah. Yeah. People call it Coag. Um, classic map. It Not a lot can be competed with it. It's great. I completely understand that for favorite casual map. Um, favorite competitive, The Pit. Again, classic map. You can't really go wrong with it. Um, I love the symmetry in regards to it. I think the map is great. Least favorite casual map, Snowbound and Halo 3. Snowbound is probably the worst map that I may have played in a Halo game. Um, that is not like that is right up there in the worst maps with sword base from reach. I don't care if you like sword base, you're wrong. Sword base is a shit map. And I know we're not talking about reach right now, but snowbound is terrible. Boundless is as bad, if not worse. It's just a variation on the same exact map. Snowbound should not have been there. I hate that map. Oh my God. It sucks. Um, will Stasis. Halo 5. Thoughts. Garbage. <laughs> Good. I'm so glad we agree on that. Stasis is terrible. That's all I want to say. Just It's trash. Just throw it out the window. It oh shouldn't be God. there. Um, and I don't even know what it is about it that I hate so much. I just freaking hate it. Like, it's a bad map. It's it Rotations are bad. It's It doesn't feel good to play. Yeah. And it, it's just another rehash. I hate... I think it's a rehash of Torque. I think that's the name of the map that it is a rehash of. I hate the Hydra on that map. I hate yeah. really Hydra on any map. Yeah. I feel like that, that weapon shouldn't be there. So with... Yeah. So with Torque, the pistons move up and down. Mm-hmm. Stasis... It's frozen, so they don't move up and down. Yep. It's the same map. I can't fucking stand that. And Torque wasn't even good either. Exactly. So. Kind of like reskins in Destiny. <sighs> oh, no. It's the same I, thing yep, over I know. and over again. Same Just, thing. Uh, oh. <laughs> so next up, we have Brad Foster at Slayer. On Twitter. Favorite competitive is Midship slash Heretic slash Truth. They're all remakes of Midship from Halo 2. In my opinion, the perfect symmetrical arena. Plenty of cover, lots of jumps to master, good holding point of Pink Tower, plus a good opposing holding point of Carbine to fight from. No power weapons, only the camo power-up. Favorite casual map is Blood Gulch. I consider myself a competitive player. I don't play much casual stuff, but I don't think I've spent more hours on a map than I have on Blood Gulch. Least favorite competitive map is Fisher. Least favorite casual map is uh, Risen, which is the most unbalanced map ever because of the Hornet. So what he says. So first and foremost, thoughts on Truth. Because you played Halo 5, you know what Truth is. Yeah. Um, that's probably my, my... I battle that with my number one spot. What's your number one spot? I like... I really like the rig and I really like Truth. Okay. Those are my two favorite maps. I like the rig as well. Rig's yeah. a good map. Yes. Yeah. We'll, t- we'll talk about our opinions. Yep. Yeah. But those, so yeah, that, like those rig. are my top two anyway. Rig's but yeah, map. truth, yeah, the symmetrical map yep. is great. The, um, he's correct in, you know, p- 
pink being um, being there, and then carbine to camos down below. Um, it's yeah, I I like that. There's no power weapons. Yeah, I get annoyed when the swords and Slayer when you play Slayer. Yep, because people just get the sword and run in a circle. Yep, and that's all you got to do. It's basically, all you need to do. Yep, and if you grab camo, you're set. Oh um, yeah, camo and sword. Good luck. Yep. So, but for HCS settings, I love it. It's great. Yeah, I, I really wish. Now, this is a whole other topic, but I'm at the point where I want radar gone. Like, I'm tired of it. You and everybody else, including me. Yeah. Like, I like I like how in the competitive settings now, as long as you walk, everything's fine. You don't appear. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I feel like I do better because people aren't focused on radar. And, uh, but no, I agree. That's a whole other topic that we've have we covered that already we've talked about it did we cover radar no that's one of the i think that's one of the suggestions that okay yeah because i know we talked about it but we didn't create a poll i guess it's gonna be next week top i like it i like it a lot right shit right here good shit at hs pro talk (laughs) your weekly halo esports podcast so uh is fisher a halo 5 map yeah, the um, oddball one they included. In oh, the yeah, 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 yeah. There's so many maps, man. I fucking forget. What are your thoughts on Fisher? Now, if I'm... I remember the name, but that's the one with the pelican that's down. It's got odd... We, that oddball's played on. Or is that Echelon? Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. See, that's my problem right what now. What are your thoughts on the new maps in general? <laughs> Let's just bundle them. Okay. What are your um, thoughts on the new maps in general? So the one new map with the with the down pelican, the yep. lift rockets is just oddball. Yes, just oddball. Yep. Yeah, uh, not not really a fan of it either. It's I think it's too jumbled. Yeah, I think there's too much going on on the map. Yep, and I feel like it was it feels like it was almost designed for oddball. Sure. And it feels yeah, it feels too too much in too small of an area. Yeah, I like I love verticality in maps, but the fact that. Like, you have so many different ways to get up and down and all. It's just weird. Yep. It's it's very hard to almost make a strategy for that map other than sit in a corner and hide. Yeah. And then rotate once you get too Ro- dead. Yep. Do it all over again. Maybe that's just oddball in general. That is, yeah, that is kind of oddball in general. But what are your thoughts on the other map? Um, God, I wish I remember which one's which at this point. I feel dumb right now, too. But yeah. don't worry about it. It's fine. The stone map. That's what I call it because it's. That's what the textures are. Sure. Um, you have overshield underneath bottom mid. Yep. You have your red base, your blue base. I wish it was an invis bottom mid. Okay. Just because of how open the map is. Sure. Invis could provide a bigger boost to getting across the map to either A, pull a flag, or just flank on that map. Yeah, because... You know what? I, I agree with that. Because the way that... It currently performs on oddball is that if you have the oddball, right? That, that the, map doesn't have oddball though, does it? It's just Slayer and CTF. No, the oddball has oddball. That, that one has oddball. Oh, it does. Yeah. Not the stone, not the, not the new stone map with like car bridge. Are you talking about refuge? Yeah. Refuge. The sanctuary remake. Is that what it is? What's the other new map that we're talking that I don't know. That's oddball. The one with the, are you seriously not? I'm refuge doesn't have OS. Refuge has rockets bottom. Rockets, but yeah, yeah. 
Well, I'm. They should put Invis down there and practice. <laughs> oh my god! Um, what other? What's? Oh my god! Now I feel really dumb. You gonna look him up right now? I am uh, in the process. You go ahead and like, look him up, and then while you do that, I'm just gonna talk about one that we already talked about. Daniel John Schaefer at Daniel Daybreak on Twitter said, "Midship. It's probably one of the best close map, uh, close combat FPS FPS maps. Period. It's timeless." We already gave our opinions on the midship and whatnot, but yeah. While Will looked up these maps, it's a great map. Will, what do okay. we got for some okay. Halo Five maps? <laughs> Holy shit! So Fisher is like the it has like the blue tone to it. It's the oddball. It has oddball. I yep. think only oddball. So Fisher is the one with the OS bottom mid. Yeah. Fisher is not the one with the pelican. Correct. Echelon is the one with the uh, pelican. Correct. So yeah, I agree. Fisher still should have invis bottom mid. I yes. Now the reason being. With the way that rotations take place on that map, when a team has the oddball, obviously the opposite team sees that team having the oddball, yep. right? And they more than likely post up in one of the two bases and one of the corners of one of the two bases. And then when one of the teams starts flanking around, oh, they push around and everything, like they just keep rotating, right? Mm-hmm. If you have camo instead of OS, you have that extra flank opportunity so the enemy team doesn't know you're coming and you can set up a, you can set up a, fl- a counter way better than somebody with OS. Yeah, you can almost put your invis on the flank, push with one side to the team so that they rotate. Invis takes out the ball, ga- ball guy, maybe gets a reset. Perfect. Yeah. I feel like you can strategize better with invis rather than I have OS, I'm just going to barrel in there. Right, and you don't have to worry about like somebody trying to play ball. I mean, yeah. you, you would still have to technically worry about it, but if you're, if you're camo and you're pushing the guy with ball, then... You more than likely don't have to worry about that guy playing ball because he doesn't know you're there. Yeah, it's a, it's you can trap him. You exactly. Can, yeah, I like Invis a lot better there. That should be what it is. But yeah, Refuge, like you were talking about, is a Sanctuary remake. Yes. Rockets bottom mid. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. For Capture the Flag rather than Rockets, because you already have the snipers. Sure. Put Invis bottom mid because then that's what I was saying. It's so open that... How cool would it be to see either A, see the sniper just, oh, there's camo, take him out. Or camo guy finally make his way through an open area to set up a play for his team. Right. I don't know. I I, I freaking love camo. That's just me. I'm, that's my favorite power up is camo. So. so listeners, what do you guys think? Should camo replace rockets in bottom mid of refuge? Now we're, we're getting into too many questions. I mean, hey, it's, you got to leave them with something. All right. Yeah, all right. we got to get something going. Next up, we had Dizzle at the Dizzle on Twitter. Favorite casual map is Blood Gulch from Halo 1. Favorite competitive map is Warlock from Halo 2 and Halo 2 Anniversary. Least favorite casual map is Snowbound. Thank God. And least favorite competitive map is actually the Rig from Halo 5. No explanation as to why, but you know what, Dizzle? You and I are the same wavelength right now for uh, Snowbound. That map fucking blows. And then, uh, <laughs> you really hate that map. The map is so bad. It's so bad. And I'm so glad I'm not the only person that thinks that. The map is trash. Um, favorite casual map, though, Blood Gulch, classic. Can't go wrong. We already talked about it. And then Warlock, great map as well. A classic in the Halo 2 space. Uh, the rig, though, Dizzle, I wish we knew why you didn't like the rig so much because we're going to talk about what we like about it later on. Yeah, I'd like yeah. to see someone's perspective why they don't like it. Exactly. What what is what is it about the rig that that sets you off? Right. Let us know if you if you listen. Um, next up, we have Mark Francis at Mark owns your face on Twitter. Mark, you don't own my face. I don't, you know what? You don't. 
I own my face. He may have. He you may, may have. rip it off from time to time in Halo, but but damn it, I own it. <laughs> he says my least favorite of all time, probably say elongation, but even that's still pretty good. I'm not a fan of elongation as well, Mark. I get you. And then I think the greatest Halo map of all time for me is going to have to be Blood Gulch from Halo One. It's just a fantastic map because you get epic CTF games on it. Second best is Truth or Lockout. What makes a great map is that it gives opportunity for strategic setups. Valid point. And uh, I agree with the epic CTF moments. None better happen than on that map and Coag. Um, Second best being Truth or Lockout. Truth, we already talked about. Great map. Great remake of a map. And then Lockout is... This is... I'm so surprised this is the first time I've seen Lockout on this list. Because when you talk about... When you ask somebody, oh, what's your favorite Halo map, right? It, like, the consensus is like, oh, I fucking love Lockout from Halo 2. It's like the best map ever. It's... The the map's pretty good. It... I think people love it a little bit too much. But then again, I love Guardian probably too... I love Construct probably too much. So, I respect your opinion. But yeah. Lockout's a classic. Absolute yeah. classic map. And everybody likes what they like. It's true. They do. Um, Beth Tanner at High Tech Redneck 23 on Twitter. State's favorite casual map is Valhalla from Halo 3. Great map. Favorite competitive map is Construct from Halo 3. Beth, you're hitting the nail on the head right now. I like it. Least favorite casual. She says Infection from Halo 3. So just, I wanted to freshen up just to make sure. I believe she means the mode infection. She just doesn't like infection as a game mode because for the life of me, I knew I had a damn good feeling there wasn't any map called infection in Halo 3 and there's not. Um, so Beth, if you don't like infection, all power to you. And the least favorite competitive is amplified from Halo 3 as well. So obviously a Halo 3 fan and uh, Valhalla, great map. Great team compositions can happen on that map. Great pushes and whatnot. Love the aesthetic as well. A couple Easter eggs on the map. Construct. I already voiced my love and devotion for that map. So good. But yeah, there's that. And then last but not least, before we get into our favorites and least favorites, pronounced, I'm going to say Zoe. Spell it. Z H W A Y. No, like his his literal name on here is pronounced Zoe, and then it's at LL Cool J or J U A. Ah, yeah, on Twitter. Favorite casual is Sheeran or Chiron. I bet it's Chiron from Halo One. I understand how ridiculous this is. That's what he states. <laughs> Favorite competitive map is Element from Reach. Our I think our first Reach. Yeah, as well. Least favorite casual is Hang'em High from Halo 1. And least favorite competitive is Sanctuary from Halo 2 when he puts in uh, parentheses Blasphemy. <laughs> All right. As far as why, I prefer small close quarters battles. What makes a great map for me is to not have large open areas. But that's probably because I get sniped and rage quit. <laughs> so valid point. Hey, I get it. Keeping it real. Yep. I love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Um, Yeah. Our first reach map. Good stuff. So was Reach more about those close quarter battles then? Or at least that map? Mm, yeah, yeah, actually. Now that I look back on it, for the most part, yeah. I would say so. Okay. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Um, 
But no, good stuff. I mean, the fact that you don't like Sanctuary, I get it. I'm not a huge fan of Sanctuary. I respect its legacy, but no, I completely get that. That's perfectly fine. Like, as Will said, you like what you like and you don't what you don't, which is perfectly fine. Will, that does it for all the answers that we got. So thanks, everybody, for providing your thoughts. Will. Yes, sir. What's your favorite map? Uh, probably truth. Let's go with truth. You're not going with the rig. Yeah, I'll go with truth. Okay. And or do we need to go into more detail on truth or I no? mean, just the way it plays, the way um, the way it's set up, the holding points for that map, the way you can get around. Yeah, it just it just flows, feels right, it works. Least favorite Halo Five map? Stasis, for sure. It's a shit map. <laughs> it's that, that's just the worst. I'm also. I used to hate Overgrow as well. Sure. Um, I can respect that. I've become okay with it the more I've played it recently. I mean, it's a Plaza remake. Yeah. I mean, it's basically a Plaza remake. Yeah, there's just a couple things about it that change up. Like, everyone just runs in a circle around the top until yep. power weapons and whatnot spawn, and then it becomes a mess. I um, I think I mainly hate that map for Splinter Nades as well. Splinter Nades just suck in general. Yeah. They said they nerfed them. I mean, they're not. Not really. They're still bad. Yeah. They're still real bad. Um, and the fact that I've run into teammates that... I, I think I've had not a good experience with teammates on that map. Which Okay. The map itself might be okay on Overgrown, but um, I've just run into teammates that don't stick together or don't work in a group pr- properly. They don't stay close enough. Sure. Um. And it's just made for a bad experience for me on that map. Okay. So maybe it's not the map itself. Maybe it's just the experiences I've had on the map. But it's kind of down there at the bottom for me as well. All right. So would we consider that a... So Overgrowth is a casual map. What's your least favorite competitive map? I mean, Stasis is a competitive... Okay. It's not competitive, but it... The person who said that, who replied to it, I don't think it ever actually saw competitive play. Yeah. I honest to God don't think it was ever in a tournament. Is I think they realized how bad it was before it actually made into rotation. Yeah. So let's just say out of the maps that we have currently in the rotation for competitive. For HCS. Yes. What would you say is your least favorite out of those? Um, as of right now. As of I right now. I have to go with Fisher. That's the one with the... The oddball that we talked about. The, the one with the... Uh, bottom mid or overshield. Okay, so y- it's not going to be Echelon. Echelon's the one with the Pelican. Yep. I think it's a little bit, little bit better than Fisher. Okay. Um, however, those are newer maps. Yeah. I kind of want to broaden this. Without the newer maps that come in beforehand, there was a very small, um, small group of maps that were chosen. Yes. And. I would say four or five, I think it used to be. So when I first started playing Halo five, I did not like Coliseum at all. Oh, I I hate Coliseum. I hated it, but I've grown to love it. The more I've learned how to play Halo five. Sure. Um, so yeah, I think if I have, I would say my top maps are truth, the rig Plaza guardian or not guardian. Um, Coliseum. Okay. What I meant to say. Cool. Um, so without that, I would say Fathom would be there at the bottom two 
because yeah. I mean, there's not a lot of lot to choose from, but fathom the way, just the the capture the flag doesn't work on it. No, really, no. honestly, it's just it doesn't work. Right, but that's why it's not being played anymore. Yep, exactly. And then um, it just took them years to come to that conclusion. But whatever, they did. Yeah, and then um, I don't know something about it just. It felt clunky, I guess you could say. Yeah. Like some of the jumps didn't feel right. Yeah. On that map. Like the jump from uh bottom to top mid. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't feel and good. If you, if you like accidentally miss, you fall and die. Yeah. Or just land on that little platform yeah. underneath. But so, it just doesn't feel good. If you're me, you fall and die. Let's sell yourself short, Will. Hey. Oh no. It is what it is. It is. So um so yeah, I would put so without the new maps that were just introduced, I would say Fathom was there before. Now it's Fisher. Okay. What makes a great map for you? Ooh, that's a tough question. Considering I'm newer to Halo. Sure, but now that coming from the mindset where you have only played with these abilities and whatnot, like I've said this countless times before, this is why I appreciate your opinion on these things because you're you're fresh. You come from this mindset where i only played the newest stuff so i don't have this tie to the older way that halo used to be played Mm -hmm. therefore in your opinion what makes a great map so for me it's having it's having both those close quarters and very open areas as well um that's why i like the rig so much you have like white hall which is close yellow um, area which was close quarters um, yeah but then you have the openness of looking down from br base or or you know the tower there right from yeah and then you can look from nest from nest as well yep to and the then, cat and yep or even catwalk over the nest if you yeah. can get an angle um so yeah that's um i like truth just because of the game flow it makes the game flow it works very well spawns are pretty predictable you don't you it's hard to find a time when you spawn on truth and you're like, well, why did I spawn here? Right. There's usually, you can figure it out pretty quick why you spawned where you did. Exactly. And which way your team's rotating, which way you need to go. Um, so yeah, ease of play too on truth is great. Um, I like that there's no power ups or power weapons, I should say, um, on truth. And I think it's good for that map considering the size, the rig has them pretty well. You know, you got sniper, you got scatter shot, and then you have camo. Would you rather have power-ups and power weapons or no? Ooh. So are you saying just get rid of them completely? I'm just, I'm asking, would you, would you rather have power weapons slash power-ups on maps or not at all? Uh, and just yeah. be, just be to the, the gun that you have. No, I like having them. Okay. It creates points of interest on the map. Ways, uh, you need to strategize more for them. Cool. I agree. I, I want them to because yeah. it, it, it makes it much more enjoyable to watch. Yep as well it kind of so like camo spawns every two minutes yes it creates that like oh my god what's gonna happen moment during the game like who's gonna get it it's not just oh they're ahead 45 kills to 30 they're gonna they're obviously ahead that team with 30 gets camo who knows maybe they can flip things around they very well could i mean at 45 probably not but it's happened though yeah it has happened there are those those power weapons can can cause a huge swing in the game and that's what causes excitement. Sad, like not to just throw the throw the numbers in there. It's not saying they matter, but it can cause spikes in viewerships if games are going that way. Yep. Like, oh, there's you see this crazy thing that happened in Halo last weekend. All of a sudden, they're tuning in next weekend for the next 
game battles tournament or event. Exactly. Um, it can cause those oh my god moments, which brings light to the scene. And they're just incredible to see. Yeah. When, pe- when somebody's ripping faces off with the snipe. Oh, yeah. The, the like, crowd gets hyped up. You hear the announcers get excited. Like, oh, yeah. And you know that player's feeling real good. Yep, exactly. And, like, we saw it. So even though the Mocket Aerox games weren't as exciting as we'd like to be, when Looney was hitting his shots with oh, that sniper. Oh, it was sniper, insane. Yeah, it was, it was insane. Everybody was like, oh, my gosh. Yep. It, it felt great to be a part of that. It was, it was crazy. It was amazing. Yeah. All right. So... What about you? What what makes a great map for you? Well, first and foremost, let's go through my favorites and least favorites real quick. Yes. Favorite map of all time, Construct, Halo 3. Easy. Least favorite map all time, Snowbound, Halo 3. Easy. Favorite casual map of all time, Death Island from Halo 1. For those who played the PC version... Of Halo 1, and for those, I believe it's on MCC as well, you'll know what I'm talking about. That map is incredible. Like, yeah, Coagulation's pretty fucking cool. But let me just say that Death Island is sick. And then, least favorite competitive map? To be honest, I'm not quite sure on the competitive aspect on what my least favorite map is. It was probably going to be Fathom from Halo 5 if that was still in rotation. You know what? It's probably Echelon. I'm not a fan of Echelon. I think there's just too much going on in that map, and it's just not for me. But I think that's it for me. And then for what makes a great map in general, I'm going to piggyback off what Will said, but just the it, there needs to be options for verticality. There needs to be power-ups and power weapons. To create a dynamic on the map. And to make it so... Like Will said, there are points of interest on the map so people have something to constantly go towards and constantly look out for. Which creates... It could create amazing scenarios on the map as well. And as I stated with Construct, I love the verticality of it and I like how there's multiple different ways to get to where you need to go. But not in an echelon sense where it's just overbearing. But, yeah, that's that's what I think. I just piggybacked off what you were saying. Sure. Yeah. But that, that, that's, you hit some really good points. Yes. Yeah, that's really all it comes down to. I want verticality. I also, you know what? So, I included, like, my, my top one, right? Mm-hmm. One of my other favorite casual maps is um, High Ground on Halo 3. And, like, Last Resort on Halo 3 as well. Like I said, I played a shit ton of Halo 3. But the the point is, is that originally I thought, oh, I really like symmetrical maps. But the thing I love about High Ground so much is that you have the dynamic between... So, do you know what I'm talking about in regards to High Ground or no? I don't think I've played High Ground. Okay. So, with High Ground, what happens is when you spawn, you either spawn at the beach or you spawn in the base. Okay? And it's a very defined, like area that you get from point a to point b are you in like a uh, kind of a canyon type deal with that one yep exactly i may have seen it okay so if i spawn at the beach right there are going to be two ghosts to my right there's a sniper in a little like cave hallway there and then there's overshield up to the left okay you work your way up 
you then have before the gate for the base, you have a um, bunker to the left that you can get into the base from underground. You have on the right, you have rockets and camo. Okay. And then you have this giant gate to this base. Then in the base, you have like mongooses and all that stuff and close quarters and all that. The thing I love about that map specifically for like one bomb um, or, or even Slayer for that matter. I don't even care. It's, I just love the dynamic that you have, whether you spawn at the base or you spawn at the beach. Do you have to fight up? Do you have to keep like maintain your posts and try to just scope them out as they're coming up? Because if you're at the beach, you don't have to worry about them being in the base hunkered down because you have sniper right there at the ready. And if, if the people at the base and they spawn and they want rockets, they have to come out to get rockets. So it's not, it may look like it'd be a one-sided map, but that's not the case at all. And that's something that I really enjoy about that map as well. Okay. It doesn't even have to be symmetrical for things like that to happen. Um, but yeah, that's just throwing that one out there too. But yeah, that's what I'm going to say in regards to maps. Also, sword base, sword base and reach sucks. Okay. Just throwing that out there as well. Any other map talk you want to throw in here before we move on? I don't know the name of it, but there's another reach map as well. So I love, so Powerhouse on Reach is a great map. There's another map in Reach that has like, like I said, I, for, I completely forget what it actually is, but never mind. I'm not even going to talk about it if I can't even remember what it is. No, that's all I got. That's, that's it for, that's oh. it for map discussion. All right. Is that it for you as well? Yeah. All right. So next up, we have some shout outs. <laughs> First and foremost, Europa Halo for not only the Champions League, but for also finding a way to continue within the scene and providing a way for people to compete within the European community. Next up, we have Nade Straight for providing another outlet for the European Halo community to compete. He hosts, uh, I think weekly tournaments? Tournaments in general. And last but not least, we have Nebraska and Calgary Halo for keeping the tight-knit community events alive in their respective regions. Good shit to see. Next up, we have some community creations. First up, I got your pistola. The wizard himself is streaming again. I need to tune in and uh, get some tips. He played some Fortnite and with a uh, snipe down. Fortnite? Yeah, he played Fortnite. Jeez. And they, they're getting wins. Nice. And uh, he was also playing Halo, obviously. Is he playing Fortnite on PC? I think. I'm pretty sure. He's already better than me at Fortnite. Jeez. Well, he's a fucking pro gamer. Com- yeah. Yeah. He's the wizard. He's the wizard. What do you expect? He's going to win everything. He is. <laughs> Next up, we have the HCS NOLA top five plays presented by Halo slash HCS. YouTube link will be included. And last but not least, we have the Calgary Halo MCC LAN. You can go ahead and check out their Twitch channel. There's a VOD there. Check it out. Will? I think that is actually it. That's the show? That is. But but uh, there's one thing I need you to do for me. If, you, if you'd be so kind. Sure. Do you think you might be able to plug the show, please? You can find us on your favorite podcast services. Just search HGS Pro Talk. Find us on iTunes, Google Play, Podbean, Stitcher, Spotify. Leave us a review and let others know about the show. We do have our Xbox Club. Just search for HGS Pro Talk. You can uh, join us on our future playdates there. Xbox Club. <laughs> Also join our Spartan company if you're interested um, on Halo Waypoint. Again, HCS Pro Talk. 
And then also search HCH. I cannot speak. <laughs> There's so many HCS Pro Talks. HCS Pro Talk on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Find us there. Say hello. We'll be happy to have you. We will be. Will, what's the topic for the next show? I forgot already. Did you? <laughs> um, radar. We're talking about radar. We're going to talk about radar. This time there's going to be an actual poll. Yeah. On Twitter. Yeah. Do you like seeing those dots or not? <laughs> dots or not? <laughs> oh my God, Will. I love it. Holy shit. Next episode title, Dots or Not? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Write it down. Write All it down. Right. Don't forget that because I'm going to forget that. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that is going to do it for episode 32 of HCS Pro Talk. We want to thank you very much for listening, as always. And thank you guys very much for providing all of your answers to our uh, question, for providing good discussion as well on the map design. Um, And then also, obviously, Duststorm, thank you for providing that topic for us. We greatly appreciate it. We'll be back next week with uh, whether, with, uh, what was it, dot or not? Dots or not. Yeah, dots or not. That's going to do it for us. We'll see you next week. We're tired. But until then, bye bye